I'm gonna drink a bottle of wine. I don't want to see. I don't see my husband. I don't want to see. I don't want to see like anybody <laughs> or my significant other. You're gone. This bites discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast, with the food and dining critic from Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen. And yours truly, Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. This week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about some, uh, as you know, it's Mother's Day. We Anne's highlighted three Mother's Day brunches worth checking out. Then we have some news about the Batches uh, outfit, the uh, pastry place. And then uh, for all my vegan friends, we have a couple of vegan dinners and a vegan pop-up to talk about. We talk a lot about vegans lately. For some, Much for, to for somebody who's weeks. Much to Tariq's chagrin. For someone who eats a lot of meat, I talk a lot about veganism. Yeah. Anyway, it's all good. But uh, let's kick it off with um, Mother's Day. Um, so yeah. So what do you have for uh, people who want to treat their moms the right way? Right. I mean, it's spring. It's Mother's Day. This, you know, the 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 pl- everything should be blooming right now, but it's not. But that's okay. It's mm-hmm. still Mother's Day, and it's going to be a beautiful weekend. Uh, you know what? I'm telling you, this is one of the biggest times of the year for Mother's Day or for brunch. Mother's Day brunch is a huge industry. Uh, so here's some suggestions that I, that I think would be great to take your mom. I really suggest crazy water. Um, you know, there's going to be restaurants that are doing uh, buffet-style brunches. That's great. You know, mm-hmm. love them. Wonderful. This is a sit-down, three-course, prefix menu. Kind of perfect, you know. Um, and mom gets to choose exactly what she wants off this menu. Here are some of the, some of the selections. Uh, first course, there is a tuna crudo, uh, a, a mixed green salad with blue cheese dressing and daikon carrot and radish. And daikon is a radish, by the way, so there must be two kinds of radishes. And a celery root bisque. Yes, I, I try to be I try to be funny sometimes too. Second course. Wait, celery root bisque like a lobster bisque, but it's it's a celery, celery root, root bisque. Huh, interesting. Yeah, celery root. Second courses include eggs Benedict, steak and eggs with mushroom compote, an omelet with fresh basil and housemade burrata cheese, salmon with napa cabbage salad and lemongrass reduction and green rice, and then there's a sourdough French toast for people who like sweets. Then, third course is an actual dessert. Okay. Um, choices include maple mascarpone cheesecake, Door County cherry crostata, which is a pastry, and a chocolate chip marshmallow bread pudding. Uh, mm. and, and having just spoken to the owner, uh, Peggy Magister, on the phone, they still have openings. Uh, and uh, brunch hours are between 10 and 2. Uh, as I said, it's a three-course menu. Uh, there's also a children's menu available. Um, and so, you know, give them a call and see, uh, see if you can get in on, on Sunday for, for a lovely brunch in Walker's right. Point. Cool. Coming up on, uh, this bites, we'll continue our conversation about, uh, some, um, Anne's picks for Mother's Day brunch. We'll be right back. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. We're back and we're continuing our conversation on Anne's picks to take your mom out for brunch. So you have a couple more options for us, right, Anne? 
I do. We talked recently about some of the changes that the Iron Horse Hotel is going through. Um, the guys who, so the two chefs who own uh, Dan Dan and Fauntleroy are going to be taking over as a management company. They're going to be overseeing all the different foods served at the Iron Horse Hotel, you know, from, from catering and banquets, mm. room service down to the restaurants now. So, but they, and so this is all going to be going on pretty, pretty soon. And at the same time, Iron Horse Hotel is doing uh, what they're calling a tongue-in-cheek brunch in honor of Mother's Day, which is, you know... Are they cooking, like, cow tongue and... They're they're cooking... Yes, they're cooking... No, they are not cooking cow tongue. Darn. Um, But they're calling it the M-I-L-B brunch, Mother I'd Like to Brunch. That's what what it stands for. And it's going to feature a massive buffet. No comment. not Not just a large buffet, but a massive buffet with carving stations, a raw bar a la carte menu items from the kitchen and very sweet, lovely desserts from Batches Bakery. And I mentioned Batches because that is also a property that is owned by the Dan Dan mm-hmm. Fauntleroy Esterev. Gentlemen, there you have your connection. Yeah. So, you know, again, as with any restaurant, if we're, you know, looking at Mother's Day and it's just two days away, Make your reservation now. Okay, ID at the Delafield Hotel, a restaurant that we've talked about also many times. The Delafield Hotel being like the kind of the premier hotel out in Delafield. They too are doing a buffet. It's going to be held in the Grand Ballroom. It will feature prime rib and maple creep am carving stations. A decadent dessert station. Is maple creep like a brand? Yes, it is. And a gluten-free option. And there's also a children's buffet. So this is going to be a rather large affair. Don't you want to, like, on Mother's Day... Have gluten? No, leave the children (laughs) away. Leave the children... Like, somewhere else. Like, this is Mother's Day. Why would they don't, like... Well, no, I don't think that's the way it goes. I think people want to spend that time... Mothers want to spend that time with their children. My mom didn't. Really? (laughs) Mother's Day is like, it's mom's day. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see dad. Oh, that's interesting. I I don't want to see the kids. This is my day. Wow. Okay. That was very different. In my family, it was you know do something special for mom. We didn't we didn't do brunch, but we might yeah, cook dinner for her or and offer you know gifts, flowers, things yeah. that things of that nature. Why would they want to want to cook? Because you would be like, I got to clean up anyway, so I'll just cook. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so like I like I was raised that Mother's Day is so you it's just, a mom day. Get away from me. So you were like, okay, go play outside for the yeah, day. Get outside. away. Like dad's like, stay away from mom. It's Mother's Day. Don't bother. Wow. Because it's like the whole day. Rest of the year, like she's with the kids. You right? know, I bet there are I bet there are some moms out there that would be like, "That's exactly what." Yeah, I want. that's why I think of Mother's Day. Like, why would your kids want to be out with mom on Mother's Day? It's like this is time for mothers to get away. So you be. say, moms get a babysitter and, and enjoy go brunch out. And, and mimosas. Don't have, to right. do, like, have someone else take care of the kids. And that's isn't that what Mother's Day is for? Like, yeah, get some roses, get a bubble bath, have a bubble bath, and not deal um, with the kids. Maybe take you know get a hotel room take by the kids yourself. To the curb. Yeah. Go to a drag show. Just kidding. I'm I, yeah. that, I, that, I'm just joking, really. Although that could be fun, too. Yeah. You know, I think uh, your mom sounds really smart. You're going to see a lot of families, f- whole families out mm. together having yeah. brunch. So I've seen mom, Mother Days, and I see them, like, scratching their heads, like, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> just knowing my mom and, like, other moms yeah. that I've known, that's like, this is their day. I'm going to drink a bottle of wine. I don't want to see, I don't want to see my husband. I don't want to see, I don't want to see like anybody or my significant <laughs> other. You go, you know. Wow. Can we put her on this show sometime? Yeah. Anyway. Speaking of the next topic, we mentioned them before at part of the, of the Mother's Day brunch at uh, Iron Horse. Batches. 
Yes. There's some news about batches. Yes, that is correct. So, Today is the very last day that the storefront Batches Bakery is open. Uh, batches has been open just a little over a year here in the Third Ward. Mm-hmm. It is closing, and the owners of Dan Jacobs and Dan Van Wright and Jaceline Latin Casper, who's the head pastry chef and baker. Okay, so one of the things Batches has been doing since it opened. Yes, it's a bakery, a storefront bakery that people can come in, get a coffee, get a pastry, um, get a piece of pie, get a muffin, something like that. But the people that run it are also pastry chefs. Jaceleen is, you know, does all the pastries for uh, for Fauntleroy and Dan Dan, mm-hmm. and Linda Ty, who's another pastry chef with the Dan Dan Group, essentially uh, does pastries as well um, for Estra. So, I mean, there's a big operation. Now they've taken on um, the consulting job with Iron Horse Hotel. So they've got a lot of in-house stuff that they do, a lot of baking. So they're going to be doing all the baking so for probably that it's more of a So now, it's yeah. It's more of a time balance kind of uh, sounds like it. Like yeah, they can't I do mean, everything and like they need to focus right. on Right, and okay. so I think they have a, you know, they have not only all these this in-house stuff that they need to do, I think this is going to allow them to do the wholesale yeah. accounts that they have been doing. Um, and by the way, they some of their baked goods have been at various anodyne locations. Mm-hmm. That will continue. So, yeah, so it's really just they're not going to have the storefront anymore, um, which is sad because, I mean, it's only like a block and a half from the magazine. So a lot of us at the magazine could walk over and get a coffee or get a brownie, cookie, something that you really need in the afternoon to, you know, bring your spirits right. up or your, your, um, your energy level up. So uh, it's a little, you know, that. That's a, it's a sad thing, okay. but um, it will live on. It li- just yeah, lives, lives on in a different form. Maybe you like the pies, just become a, a a restaurant and you can get them wholesale. Exactly, problem solved. Some of the anodyne locations carry the baked goods. There's a couple other places that actually have them as well. The Tandem uh, restaurant um, serves some of their desserts, and then there's a coffee house called Avenue Coffee House in South Milwaukee that also carries some of Batch's baked goods as well. So, so that's a cool thing. Cool. It's been a while since we talked about really any kind of vegan stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, the next few items we're about to talk about is all about vegan. Yeah. Vegan opportunities, vegan events, vegan dinners. And uh, we're, we're here ki- for you, vegan. We're going to kick it off with a couple of vegan dinners coming up. Uh, you want to share the details? Yes. Uh, so, Balzac Wine Bar, uh, just off Brady Street, they're having a vegan wine dinner. That's on May 14th. And um, just so you know, the, the address of Balzac is 1716 North Arlington. So it's right on that, sort of on that corner of Arlington and Brady behind the La Masa Empanada Place. Uh, I can tell you a little bit about this menu. They are going to start out with a spring salad of asparagus, English peas, radicchio, and pea tendrils in a hazelnut uh, vinaigrette. Mm. And that actually is going to be paired with a long ridge the Emily Chardonnay Pinot Noir. That's a really nice wine, by the way. I, I like that. That That's a good one. So that that sounds like a nice course. Very spring-like. Are you, do you self-consider yourself kind of a wine connoisseur? I like wine, but uh, I don't know a lot about it. So just you, like just how you said that, it was like, oh. Well, because I know, I there's some that I know, okay. but I certainly wouldn't. Um, I think I know whites okay. more than I know, than I know red wines. And and I know sparklings and rosé is probably, again, more than I know red wine. Sorry to sidetrack. Because I gravitate toward that. Okay, so another, the next course would, is a uh, curry cauliflower broth that is composed of curry roasted cauliflower, coconut milk, 
uh, chana masala, kohlrabi, cilantro, and blackberry chutney. And that's going to be... That this sounds is, really tasty. It actually does. And, and by the way, all the wines are from Long Ridge that they're going to be pairing uh, for this for this dinner. So this is going to be with a Chenin Blanc. The next course is a ravioli bolognese. Um, and as you know, it's, it's not going to have beef as the no. base, right? It's a fresh pasta with seasonal mushrooms, spinach ricotta. So it's ricotta cheese that is uh, apparently made of spinach. Um, or spinach generated, and a bolognese sauce, again, a vegan bolognese sauce. And that's going to come with a Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, And then the next course is a grilled seitan steak uh, with saffron, basmati rice, carrot ribbons, pepper thyme jelly, and paprika oil with uh, a Long Ridge Pinotage wine. And then uh, the last course is a chocolate mousse. So, again, a vegan chocolate mousse. with strawberry and tulle uh, and, and pistachio, a, a tulle cookie, you know, those oh. thin lace cookies. I was just thinking tulle, like what, a hammer? Or no, 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 no. Uh, that's good. That's actually really <laughs> funny. And that's the final course. It does not come with a wine pairing. So that's on May 14th. Uh, sounds like a really nice spring dinner, lovely wine uh, dinner for spring uh, at Balzac. So this one is on May 16th. So it's the same week on a Thursday. Uh, it is at uh, Lazy Susan, and um, it's going to be a five-course dinner with a mousse-bouche and reception. A mousse-bouche. Yeah. It means, you know, it sounds like a Monty means, Python skit title. Yeah, it, really, it literally means, like, amuse the mouth, really. So it's oh. like tantalize, like, like to, to stir up your appetite, yeah. you know. Entertain my taste buds. Uh-huh, please. exactly. Entertain your taste buds. So it starts with a reception uh like, I guess that's um, kind of their, their amuse-bouche. Ramp hummus, house-made crackers, and spring crudite. The first course is, and this is interesting, an oysters Rockefeller. But, of course, the oysters are oyster mushrooms oh. with wild nettles, uh, pea milk, cashew jam, and shallots. Okay. Um, I'm just going to mention a few more courses here if we have the time. They're going to be doing uh, a chapino. Interesting. That one is so with... onion, right? Chipinos or onion? Chipino is a seafood stew. Oh, I was thinking about... What's that onion begins with? That type of onion? Oh, cipollini. Oh. Or cipollini. Cipollini or chip... I, I never know whether it's a ch or a s. Anyway, this is going to be uh, a king trumpet mushroom stew with tomatoes, celery roots, fennel, um, and a charred baguette, and as well as green garlic aioli. So this is again they're using utilizing mushrooms instead of uh, instead of seafood for it. There's also an eggplant moussaka. That's the fourth course. Um, it's an, a lentil ragu with eggplant, potatoes, and cashew bechamel sauce um, with wilted Swiss chard. And the fifth course is a cocoa nib cheesecake. So it's a non dairy cheesecake um, with an almond crust. Uh, a cocoa nib and coconut filling, and uh, and cherries. So that is uh, those are I think I've given you maybe four of the five courses, oh. and that that again is at Lazy Susan on May sixteenth. Cool. I have to say some of these vegan menus are getting are getting more interesting. You know, more creative. Um, and yeah, you know, I mean, I think. I remember ten years ago, the only vegan option was a salad. Yeah, or like <laughs> pasta primavera. Yeah. Really, it's becoming everywhere now. Like yeah, it's really. No, like, it, it, it absolutely it is. is. And we will be talking more about it, actually, yeah. in, the, in the weeks to come. And speaking of vegan, yeah, there's a new pop-up, uh, Maya Ophelia's. Yeah. Have you heard of this place? Yes. 
So uh, uh, myophilia is kind of a vegan take on like Mexican and Filipino cuisine. It's basically was started by a couple, uh, Chase Rolden and Jack O'Grady. Um, and they came together to create Maya Ophelia. It's basically Chase's mom is named Maya and Jack aunt is Ophelia. And they put that together. But they've been doing pop-ups for a while now at different places in Bayview, uh, like Lost Whale, Cactus Club. But um, we want to talk about some of their pop-ups. seems really interesting. Like it's more focused on Mexican and Filipino cuisine, which are their heritage, kind of their families. So on tonight, May 10th, they're doing a Pancit and Lumpia pop-up at Lost Whale, the bar that used to be where Moon and Crockett, Moon and Crockett yeah. was. Um, that kicks off at 9 p.m. Again, uh, pancit is kind of like a noodle dish. Yeah, it's stir-fried noodles. And lupias are the kind of like the egg Filipino rolls. egg rolls. Mm-hmm. And then on the following day, May 11th, tomorrow, loaded nachos. Um, again, don't forget, these are all vegan. Uh, this is going to be at, never heard of this place, Just Goods. Do you know that place? No. It's in Shorewood from 12 to 2. We'll post all the links and details at our website. Uh, then they are doing it again back in Bayview. A Cactus Club at 9 p.m. Uh, and then on May 26th, the final pop-up for the month looks like it. It's a, a strange town affair. So then I'm assuming that's a strange town. On the east side at 11 a.m., oh, they're doing a shell pow, which are like these uh, dumplings. Mm-hmm. Well, not dumplings, bows. bows. They're bow buns. Bow they're bond. steam buns. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're a, I think they're a Filipino. Yes, steam correct. Bun. Again, vegan. So they're doing one at 11 a.m. on May 26th and then at the Cax Club at, at 9 p.m. So no place in River West. Thanks, guys. Anyway, just kidding. <laughs> just like spread your wings. You know, Tariq, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. I think that, I don't know, but I, I do think there are some spots in um, in River West yeah. that would be great pop-up locations. Yeah. There's a lot of great opportunities. Like just people no, just it's avoid. absolutely true. I just feel people avoid River West. And maybe because I'm well, biased. But just saying, not all about Bayview people. Yeah. <laughs> but they also, um, going back to my Ophelis, they're also doing uh, taco truck takeover. I mean, they're going to do taco truck takeovers at Taco Moto, which is over at where the new Boone and Crock is located. Right. And Taco Moto used to be called Gypsy, Gypsy taco. taco. And they changed their name um, last year. Right? Yes. Last year. So they took over the truck. Yeah. And so... The upcoming uh, takeovers are May 13th and 14th from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. You have a choice between a Sonoran, I apologize for mispronouncing that, cheesesteak. It's a Mexican-style cheesecake. And then a Filipino-style cheesesteak, again, vegan. Uh, yeah. So I assume they might use some kind of protein. Some right, and they say Filipino-style chicken cheesesteak. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not sure what the, the substitute it will be. I do not know. But it's called a Manok cheesesteak, which is the Filipino style. And then they also have some chips to dip and stuff and some house salad. And they'll be taking over again Taco Moto, May 13th and 14th. That's my Ophelia's kind of spreading their wings. So maybe, as you know, when people do pop-ups, it, it, it usually leads to eventually a brick and mortar. That's Maybe that's what they're planning to do. Again, we'll post some links on our website at RadioMilwaukee.org slash bites. Well, we took care of our vegans. Hope y'all are. Yeah. Hope there's enough options out there. I'm I really, hope Malort is vegan. Oh, it's 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 vegan to the hardcore Malort. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to say, I mean, if we, you know, have our standing send off, you know, on this episode where we talk about a lot of vegan places, 
We should make Would sure you heard that- about the new liquor they're making out of Vegemite. No. Oh, oh! I I think I vaguely heard, I I heard that, something very vague. And I tagged and I said, "Move oh. over, Malort." <laughs> so maybe we'll do a, like a taste test between the two, and which one's better. We could do a we could do a Malort tap takeover with Malort and Vegemite. <laughs> <laughs> if Malord were ever on tap. Of course, it's not. I mean, it can't be, but, you know. It, it's, you, it could be somewhere <laughs> in the Illinois area, maybe, right? Uh, okay. Anyway, but that's addition. But of- maybe you could have, sorry, I didn't mean oh. to interrupt, but you could drink Malord and eat, while you eat Vegemite. Oh, Oh God! I, I just got. <laughs> but I, I just, I, I mean, which, would, which would drown out the flavor of the other? Which one would it be? I kind of think the Vegemite will like overpower Malort. I think Malort's <laughs> uniqueness is subtle, right? Yeah. But Vegemite is not a subtle flavor. No. So. I'm, I don't. Yeah, you know, but I can see people start carrying that and doing those, doing those weird shots with Vegemite liquor. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, this bite's produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and, of course, your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org, on iTunes, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And always, stay hungry. And keep the Malort cold. <laughs>